This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski with you. And we all know Draymond Green found himself in a little bit of hot water a few months, or not a few months ago, a few weeks ago. How long has it been? 14 game suspension, just getting too physical, a little extracurriculars on the court. So he had a meeting with the commissioner and immediately, I guess, Draymond Green had a decision to make and Adam Silver talked him out of it. I had a conversation with Adam Silver, commissioner of our league. And I just told him, Adam, it's too much for me. Like, it's too much. Like, this is too much. It's all becoming too much for me. And I'm going to retire. And Adam said, ah, you're making a very rash decision. And I won't let you do that. Hmm. So my initial thought uh, when, you know, he kept getting in troubles, maybe it is time for him to retire. Like maybe he needs some therapy. There's a lot going on here. But I do respect Adam Silver for being like, okay, wait a minute. Take a step back. Think about this. Is this really what you want to do? But he, so he, he didn't really expand or did he? Like what's the rest of the story? Where are we at now? Yeah, he expanded a little bit. Well, he's not retired, but he went into uh, something that a lot of us say about how Adam Silver is, he cares about people. He cares about people Mm -hmm. in that league and players, and that's not something I'm putting words in his mouth at this point, but, I mean, he's basically hinting at that that's not something you see with other commissioners in other sports. And I don't know that that was the case um, when Stern was running the show either, like, take care of the super uber stars, but I don't know that that was the case with everyone. The Draymond green, like still draws eyeballs, like statistically, and maybe part of it is because of the the teammates that he does have and everything that they've accomplished. But I, and I think silver's right, that that would have been a rash decision. That would have been in the moment. And, you know, Draymond got into hot water because He's emotions, right? And so mm-hmm. I, I think it was good that Silver ended up talking him out of it. Well, it, and you know, it depends how Draymond, Grant, Draymond Green acts moving forward. But I just think it was it was interesting. It was another point where, like, could you imagine Goodell being like a guy that used to be like a big star, still named? Like, is he going to? If Kelsey's like, I want to retire, is Goodell going to have a meeting and a sit down face to face with him and be like, I think you're making a rash decision. Maybe that's the wrong name. We're like, you know, another popular veteran in the league. Like, is that going to happen? I don't really see it happening. Manfred, hell no. Like, all right, peace, whatever. I just want to make sure my owners are happy. Um, So I thought thought that part of it was interesting. 
And not only that, but someone maybe who who's gotten into trouble. Like this isn't a modern day sure. example, but say like a I don't know, work done, someone like that, who, you know, can be a bit of a bad boy, I suppose, but you know, mm-hmm. still, you know, is that conversation going to happen? I think one of the brilliant things that Adam Silver understands, uh, say more so than most anyone else, say in NBA circles, is that dynasties sell. Dynasties in the NBA get a lot of eyeballs and Draymond Green is part of that Golden State dynasty. And whether the Warriors win the West and win the title or not, like we'll talk about that for the rest of the season. But in the meantime, I cannot imagine a world where Draymond Green retires and the Warriors are still vying for, say, the top seed, the West, or they all of a sudden make a playoff push, things like that. He's just such an elite defender, and he's so good for the game of basketball in that aspect that he really does need to be out there, even if it is, even if he is in his final year or final days uh, in the NBA. And while I get that Green has a lot of career prospects, uh, especially in broadcasting, once he retires, and that may be one of the reasons why he feels like uh, retirement from playing makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. in the moment. At the same time, I think Silver understands that Draymond is good for the league, and to an extent, the league is good for Draymond Green as well. Yeah. I think what I wanted to hear from Draymond is more about not the Adam Silver stuff because I read that part, but more about like what has he learned during the suspension? Why has he decided not to retire? What was that like self-development realization that he had? Was it like like to hear him say, This is not how I want to be remembered? I did let my emotions get the best of me. Like, did mm-hmm. he say any of that part? Like, I'm just mm-hmm. curious where he's at now you know what i mean like because this was you know uh a consequence that he had to face so like what has he learned like what maturity and growth are we gonna see from him and and what clarity did he get throughout this time yeah i get that Uh, i'm just at a point with draymond where talk is cheap like i don't care what you have to say about that i don't care about you telling me that you've changed and you're a different person if you learned your lesson blah 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 what you're gonna do moving forward uh Mm-hmm. I'll follow the actions. That's where I'm at with Draymond because we've talked about this before, right? And nothing's mm-hmm. changed. So so let's see if it changes moving forward. If if he's really, you know, gone and got the help he needed or if he's going to change his ways or what what exactly is going to happen. Yeah, of course. And, and there's frustration that's already baked into, say, how the Warriors have performed up to this point. Like, you, you know, you add the pieces that they have and you go, okay, they should be competitive. Uh, with the Nuggets and the Clippers and Lakers and all of these other great West teams, and it hasn't happened. Well, you've got to filter that out and still play a clean brand of basketball while still being a great defender. And I know the rules in the NBA are such to where it's harder to defend one-on-one, but you still have to find a way not to punch guys. You still have to find a way not to get in trouble. And that continues to be a problem for him, and it's getting worse and worse, uh, especially as the game evolves. So, yes, you got to prove yourself uh, that you can be out there and still be a valuable asset for your team. And by the way, I meant to say Warren Sapp as far as, like, you know, an example of, like – I was like, what did Warren Gunn do? I was like, No, he didn't do anything. It was Warren Sapp. I I missed – I had I had some other name in my head, so yeah, Yeah, that was my yeah yeah four letters, yeah yeah right same W R R yeah it's yeah so that's my fault yeah Warren Sapp was who I was thinking of all right I thought Warren Dunn was a good dude too 
Oh, he's a great dude. No, he's <laughs> I think awesome. so. Okay, that's why I wanted to correct myself. This wasn't. I couldn't let that one go. Like I had to, you know, fall on the sword for that one. That because he's okay. such a good dude. No, I'm glad you. Yeah, you had to circle back on that one for sure. Yeah. Well, staying in the NBA, some disappointing news for the Memphis Grizzlies. We talked last week about how their futures, just the numbers were getting crazy since John Morant came back from his suspension. And now he's going to need shoulder surgery and will miss, well, is expected to miss the rest of the season, but should be fully recovered for next season. Joe, what was your reaction to this injury? Yeah, the first thing I thought of all those people that were jumping in and after, you know, <laughs> these numbers, whether we're talking about playoff, division, title, were cut, cut again, cut again, um, all these people jumping in. I And I don't even see them listed right now for a make the playoffs odds. And, yeah, that sucks. It sucks, man. There's just no other way. If you jumped in it and you felt like you had a really strong ticket, now that's tough. And we, we were talking about how they went on a bit of a, a skid after all of that reaction in the betting market. And now you have this. Like the only reason that you made that bet was they got off to an awful start. They were playing very poorly at home uh, without Ja. And then you're hoping, okay, he's going to lift the entire team. Things are going to balance out when, when they're at home again. They've won their last couple of games on the road. They go to Dallas tonight, but, you know, just big picture wise, maybe the team lifts each other up for one night, but how often do we see that where that is a short-term thing just for the, for the long haul, you can't feel good. They are 10 games below 500 heading into mid January. They lost Steven Adams at the start of the year, if I'm not mistaken, right? Their center. Mm -hmm. And it, it did feel like when they lost him that this notion that they could still play well without John Morant at the start of the season during that suspension, well, it turned out not to be the case. Like, they needed that size with Steven Adams to be able to, to compete, you know, at stretches without Morant in seasons past, and they were just fine. But this season, in many ways, was already lost. And certainly not having jaw, you know, solidifies that notion. But I am curious in terms of how much Memphis brass will want to push the reset button once everybody comes back for next season. Is this something where for the 2024-25 season, there's going to be some value on Memphis because they're going to be some massive unknown? Are we going to hype them up too much? I'm not exactly sure, but... I felt like this season was largely lost to begin with. And there was like a one day window where maybe you can find some value to back the Grizzlies when John Morant came back because those numbers were still super long because they had such a long way to go. I wonder if, okay, if you got into that one day window, that's fine. If not, then you need to relook at your process because it, that just didn't work out. Like those numbers were never good to begin with. I will be curious what the prospects are for the Grizzlies next season. I suspect they're not going to be very good, and maybe there's going to be some value on it. But still, though, they need all of their pieces to be healthy for them to have any legitimate chance in what will promise to be another exciting, difficult run in the Western Conference. 
Mm-hmm. I think also I we don't talk about it a lot, but like suffering a season ending injury, like what that does to a professional athlete mentally. Like I just hope John Morant's in a good place, like after everything that he's been through, you know, and the suspension and stuff, because now you got a lot of time on your hands, like playing in the NBA is a big part of your identity. And I just hope we don't see any like regression from him and that he's, you know, figured out his issues as well moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is his fifth season. He has yet to put together a full season. Sometimes it's fault, yeah. sometimes not. But I mean, these are the facts. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Exactly. Yeah. Tough situation sure for is. Memphis in the front office to figure <laughs> out what to do here. I mean, such yep. a talented player. One of my favorites to watch uh, before all of this kind of unraveled, I guess you could say, fair or not. Yep. yep. Certainly is. This is Becky Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Frank Schwab of Yahoo Sports will give his favorite plays for Super Wild Card Weekend. That's coming up on the Becky Network.